Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the She Speaking Podcast. I'm Bryn. And I'm Jamie. And hi, I'm Alea. And we are your go-to place for girl talk, college tips, and life advice. And as you heard, we have another guest co-host today. I was going to say guest speaker. I don't know why I was going to say that. We're just in classes all the time. But we have another co-host today, and it's another one of our founders. Alea, we're so happy to have you. Can you tell our listeners a little more about yourself? Um, yes, you guys. My name is Alea. I'm a senior at Kennesaw. I'm a business management major, but I take a lot of marketing classes. I'm about to graduate this semester, so I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And I love everything girl talk. I like to watch Netflix. I like to play with my dog and travel. And yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Well, we're so happy to have you on the podcast this week, Alea. I'm happy to be here. Yes. And we got a good topic today, another good roundtable discussion. We're going to be talking all about health and fitness and Mm -hmm. how to take care of yourself in that way. Because, I mean, we had, you know, our self-care kind of routine episode, but I feel like health and fitness, there's just so much to it that it just deserves a whole episode by itself, you know? Because I feel like there's so much you know, there's so many different ways to approach it even nowadays, you know, you got different diets, there's different types of workouts that people do now that are popular and everything. And so I think we can, you know, share what we like to do and what we found that works and doesn't work all that. So yeah, it's going to be fun. So who wants to start us off today? (laughs) Um, I can. Um, So I think my first thing I just want to to share is sort of when it comes to nutrition. I've been hearing a lot about this lately and I really like it and that's intuitive eating. Um, And sort of just the idea behind that is you eat when you're hungry and you stop when you're full and you sort of really listen to your body. And I think that can be scary for some people like, oh, I'll overeat if I do that or whatever. But I think it's also just about like what kinds of food you're intuitive eating with. You know, like if you're have a big plate of cookies and a big chocolate cake on the table and you do it, then yeah, we're all going to be consuming a whole lot of unhealthy calories and things like that that aren't going to be sort of like filling either. So you're not going to get to that full point. But if you're intuitive eating and practicing that with, you know, more healthy options like, you know, meats, fruits, vegetables, whole grains and things like that, then not only are you going to learn to like listen to your body's cues, which is a big thing, but you're also going to be eating enough to like sustain yourself because on certain diets I've you know you hear about I mean you're eating like healthy foods but you're sort of restricting yourself a lot and that can be unhealthy in itself too so I've sort of been hearing a lot about that on social media and stuff and I sort of I really like that trend um have you guys been hearing a little anything about that yeah I um I definitely love that kind of trend too and it's so funny because it's like oh wow you just eat when you're hungry this is so like revolutionary (laughs) but you know it's it really is good a step away from like that whole diet culture and everything I mean that's kind of in the past few years how I've started to eat personally too is more just like 
not viewing food as good or bad necessarily, but I eat something and then I go, well, how do I feel? Like, do I feel bloated? Do I feel like this is making me moody? Or like, you know, is it giving me energy or making me tired? All those things. And then the foods that give me the positive things, I continue to eat. But then the foods that kind of make me feel negative, I just stay away from. And so I definitely think that's a way better way to view health and you know what you eat rather than like you said choosing some sort of like restrictive diet that like you cut out half of this thing and then you're just like thinking about that thing all the time and then you binge on it or something and it's like this yeah. vicious cycle so yeah it's I all definitely like a love that too. you know like health and nutrition can be morally more like a mindset it's all sort of just how you like view eating and how you view food and if it's in a negative way you're going to get negative results, but if you're viewing it in a more positive light, that's going to be really helpful. What about you, Aaliyah? Do you have a little nutrition tip or any advice? Um, I just think it's like important to just keep a routine. Like once you start something and you just get in the habit of doing it, it'll just become easier. Like if you just tell yourself like to get in that mindset, like you guys were saying, really like as you keep doing it, it'll become natural. It'll feel like just like something that works for you. It's like, don't push yourself too hard. Just kind of like just start small and like little by little, you'll start to get into the habit of it. And like, you know, once you do that, it'll just feel natural. And, you know, whatever works for you works for you. You don't have to like compare it to what works for other people. Like just try it. If it works for you, then, you know, stick to it. Yeah, I really like that because I've heard before, I think it's like a habit takes three weeks to become like a part of your routine and your lifestyle. And so if we try something, it's like hard at first, try to get to like at least that three week mark and then it'll start becoming more like ingrained in just like what your habits are. So I think that's really good to try to just stick with something for a little bit longer. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, that's another big thing that we're seeing now is like people really viewing, you know, nutrition and fitness as a lifestyle change rather than like a short-term crash diet or something. Cause I know like that was huge back, like when we were all like in, you know, middle school, elementary school, like I know crash diets were like the thing, like the whole, like, um, the cayenne pepper lemon water thing you know what I'm saying like stuff like that used to be like oh I'm just gonna do that for a week and then I'll lose 20 pounds it's like no that's not even realistic you know so yeah I'm definitely happy that you we are seeing more of that shift to the lifestyle change because sometimes a lot of transformations that you'll see like on the internet or different places like you'll be like wow like that before and after is awesome but behind that is like sometimes like two to three years of hard work and dedication, like you said, sticking to things, mm-hmm. making them routines. And so, yeah, I, um, I'm definitely a big proponent of that too. Cause like I said, to get to the point where I'm at now, like where, like you said, I'm in tune with myself and I know what foods work for me or not. It, it has been a journey. It's taken a couple of years for me to get to this point even. And so yeah, it's it's more than just a, a short-term quick fix, people, if you really mm-hmm. want to get the positive results. Yeah, because I think with a lot of those, like, diets, and I'm not going to, like, name any because they all have different, you know, pros and cons and whatever, but then if you do that and you pick one and you do it and whatever, you may, you know, 
see the results that you want or whatever, but then it's not going to be like attain like sustainable mm-hmm. and you're not going to keep whatever results you got if you're not able to keep that, you know, diet going into your lifestyle. And usually they're not like, you're not able to do that. Like it's too restrictive for most of those. Mm-hmm. So I think if it's too restrictive of a lifestyle kind of change, then you're not going to be able to stick to it after you get those results. And those results may or may not be like weight loss. Like you might not, that might not be your goal or it may be, but either way, if it's not something like that is you're able to integrate into your life, those results that you got will just disappear because it's too hard to keep up. So that's important to remember too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely a thing that I agree with. Um, I wanted to ask, is there a particular like workout or exercise routine that y'all like the most or have found that works best for you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, honestly, I'm the worst when it comes to like picking something and like sticking to the same thing. I'm just like, I'll do something for a little while. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm bored of this. Or I'll get off of doing it for a couple of days. And I'm like, oh, it's too late to get, you know, whatever. But I think anytime I've done any kind of like workout routine or like exercise thing, I do best with at home workouts. Like, and that's kind of saves you money too, because I've had gym memberships before. I've gone to the gym on campus and that can be great. Like there's definitely benefits to, like using the elliptical or things like that. But to me, I never want to go to the gym. I like, I dread driving there. Even though I know I'll be enjoying myself watching a show on the elliptical or whatever, I'll be having fun. But like, I just never want to go. Like, I'm like, no, that's gonna be awful. No way. But I think if I can do stuff at home, whether that's in my room or in the backyard or whatever, something like that, then I'm more likely to do it because I don't have that drive to the gym as like a barrier I don't know kind of weird but um so typically I sort of do like I'll just look up like YouTube videos of like different um like body weight workouts and things like that I've done like yoga ones too and I you may think like yoga is not like a good exercise but I don't know that's tough for me sometimes some of those yoga videos I find that you get like a good sweat in with those too but I definitely think just like the body weight and the yoga ones that I find on YouTube are really good because it's easy it's you know free and doesn't require you to like buy any equipment which if I buy it I'm going to use it like two times and then I'm going to be bored with it so that works for me that's typically what I do for the longest time it's something I can stick with the best what about you guys well for me um I just think for me to stay consistent for like the gym or like doing workouts, it's like good to have a buddy system. Like if you have someone to go to the gym with you or just to do exercises with you, it just motivates you more. Like when you have to go by yourself, like you said, you're, you're dreading it. Like you're like, people are watching, people are around. Like, what if I don't know what I'm doing? What if I look dumb? Especially like as a girl, cause like there's oh, a lot of guys in there. Yeah. Like she, she doesn't know what she's doing. Like she doesn't know how to work that machine. But like, if you have like a friend or a roommate or anybody um to go with you it just makes it better like um and it just gives you like accountability like they'll be like okay we have to go to the gym today and like okay we're going like so um that's always good and like on campus I don't really like using the gym on campus either but I did like the Zumba classes and they also have I never went to the yoga ones but the Zumba ones were really good like you definitely broke out of sweat there was lots of people if you were comfortable you could stand in the front if you weren't you could stand in the back 
and um, they were like twice a week. I thought it was like very fun way to like really get active and um, like music that you were familiar with, everything like that. You didn't feel like you were being judged or you didn't feel like, it didn't feel like you were doing a lot of work. It felt like you were having fun. So for me, that was like a really great way to stay active for campus. But um, then like over the summer, I started working at um, Planet Fitness and I never really used the membership, even though I got it for free because um, I don't know, it, it was a great way for beginners to work out. Like it's a great gym for people who aren't really familiar because um, you get free training there. You also um, can take classes where they teach you how to work all the equipment if you don't know how to work it. So um, and that comes with all the memberships, the basic one for like $10 and the um, more expensive one for like $22 a month. And um, I, I like that part about it. I thought it was helpful. Like I like how people of all ages use the gym. Like I would see like younger people come with their parents. So like I would literally see like 70, 80 year olds coming in and using the treadmills and stuff. So I like how you know, you can be in your own little world and at your own pace. And it's not like a place for like bodybuilders. Like literally it's just for people who are beginners or just are coming to get a workout and like don't want to feel like judged or feel like they're like, they have to be perfect or whatever the case may be. And I enjoyed working there. Like it showed me a lot about gyms and even next door um, to the one I worked at, we had an all, all girls gym that was connected. So um, it was even better. And that was my first time ever seeing an all girls gym but it was like it was smaller it had like a tanning um booth in there and a little spa and massage chairs in there and I thought that was like so cool like it made me want to go open up my own because I was like you know girls just feel uncomfortable in the gym sometimes especially large gyms and it was just like you know it was just cool being in there with all females it was like a vibe so you know coming with a buddy for me and finding a place that you could yeah it was called her gym and it was like all pink and purple in there. And so like, you know, that's just my tips, like finding a buddy and then finding a place that you feel comfortable. That is so cool. I know I want to go to the all girls gym, but I'll say, I think you just got me sold on the Planet Fitness membership because I need to know how to work that equipment. That is a big thing for me is I get nervous because I feel like I'm going to do the wrong form or I'm not going to do something right and mess myself up. And so that's really cool that they include that because I know personally, I really want to start like doing strength training and weightlifting because I have seen some amazing before and afters for women when they start lifting weights. And so y'all, I also, like I said in the last episode, I'm a little bit of a pancake. So I want to like start building some stuff up out there, if you know what I mean. So that's my, you know, one of my main motivations for wanting to lift weights. So I might, I might have to check that out then. You should. Like they're so friendly. Like when you walk in, they'll give you a tour of the whole facility. Um, you can sign up online with, there's an app. Um, there's workouts on the app. So if you don't want to come in that day, the app is free. You can download it and you can see workouts at home. And um, when you come in, if you just don't like want to talk to people, because sometimes I know you go to the gym, but you don't want to ask questions even to the people that work there. So you can literally scan these QR codes on every piece of machinery and it'll pop up with a video on how to work it and different exercises that you can do on there. Like for people like me, like I don't want to talk to anybody when I go to a public place. Like I don't want to ask any questions. Like even if they look nice, 
I just want to be in my own little world. Uh-huh. So like you scan it and like everybody has a smartphone nowadays. So you scan it, it'll pop up with videos, different ways you can use it. And um, it's just you know. easy. It just makes everything easier for me. Like I loved working there because like everybody was so nice. That's, like That's so cool. I mean, honestly, I've had a Planet Fitness membership before. I haven't had it in a while because mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I stopped going as frequently. So I stopped paying for it. But you're sort of reselling me on it, Alea, with the whole QR code and the app and stuff. This is turning into a little Planet Fitness commercial, but it's working for me. Sponsor us, sponsor please. Please sponsor us, please. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I, I might be signing up again. Yes, that's so cool. But um, yeah, I want to start the weight training potentially, but right now, my current workouts are like you said, I like to do stuff that's fun. You know, I want to make it where I'm enjoying what I'm doing. and I don't feel like I'm actually like exercising. And so one thing I love to do is just put on like music and like dance and just run around the music. And <laughs> that's why those Zumba classes sound fun too on campus. Cause like, you know, you just kind of get in like the flow and the rhythm of it and you're burning calories but you don't really even know and um so I like doing that but then I also love walking outside and especially lately like it's been such nice weather outside like we're getting the springtime I'm so excited except for the pollen but whatever you know there's pros and cons to everything but um yeah I just love like going outside and taking a nice walk getting some fresh air you know it's just really relaxing and then people honestly I feel like walking is so underrated because like you actually can burn a lot of calories doing mm-hmm. it and your body this is a fun fact your body is low in cortisol when you're walking it's not like you know you're not like doing something really active and crazy and so your body can actually burn fat more efficiently when you're walking than like other high intensity cardio sometimes so oh, wow. I, I read that somewhere so fun okay. fact for everyone <laughs> that's interesting I didn't know that yeah I didn't know that until recently either and I was like you know what that's good for me because I love to walk doesn't require <laughs> as much effort so <laughs> yeah I mean you can turn even just walking your dog every night into part of your workout routine so it's something pretty easy you can incorporate yes for sure so are there any other fun facts or tips that y'all want to share with everyone about health and fitness? Yeah, um, another one I have, and this one's super easy, but I think it just really just helps your overall health is just to drink more water. I don't think any of us yep. are really I drinking enough too. water <laughs> days. I mean, yeah, um, but it's a big one. And the, honestly, the easiest way to do it, and this is what I've done before, just buy a reusable water bottle that you like. It doesn't have to be a name brand one. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just go, you know, Amazon, Marshall, somewhere like that and get you a nice reusable water bottle, pretty good size. And, you know, fill it up. See if you set a goal for yourself. That's what I try to do. I'll be like, I'm going to drink, you know, three of these a day. And um, then you try to get to your goal by the end of the day. Sometimes people get these water bottles where they have like, the little times on the side. So say like 8 a.m., 12 p.m. So you try to drink that water, but by that time of day. So that can kind of help too. So you can sort of track your 
water intake that way. And then if you're someone that's like, oh, I don't like water, like my little sister, she hates drinking water. She says it tastes bad. And I'm like, water doesn't have a taste, but whatever. Um, just get one of those little like Neo things or whatever, or put some fruit in your water. Um, anything to just sort of get you used to getting the habit of it. And then you can slowly take that out. But I just think that it's just a great tip because it's going to make your skin better. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to, um, you know, instead of reaching for a bar of chocolate, reach for your water bottle. And it just keeps you like, I don't know, just your overall health will totally like, you'll start feeling a lot better the more water you drink. Because when I notice that if I don't use my reusable water bottle one day and I sort of just sip water here and there, I like feel bad, like more tired, more like drained, you know? But if I'm consistently drinking that water, I just feel overall much better. So just do it, stay hydrated, you guys, it's important. That's one of the worst feelings too, is feeling like parched or dehydrated and your lips get all dry and crusty and yeah. wrinkled up and everything, oh you God. know, <laughs> feeling like the daggum set near a desert, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I, right when you said that, I was like, I need to take a sip of water now, you know? So definitely. I know. Best yeah, tool. I've been trying to get better. As it's getting warmer, it's like easier to do it and to remember. In the winter, I struggle because it's like, oh, I'm not you know, I don't feel thirsty or whatever because I'm not hot or anything. Yeah. But it's important to year round do it. Yeah. Especially then too, because you're more prone to dry skin as well. You know. And I know. So, even though you're yeah, not like, bad in the winter. Or anything, yeah, you still need water. We're like what seventy percent water mm-hmm. or something right. around that. I don't know. But yeah, I had that tip too, but. We don't have anything else that we want to share. I guess we can move on to our our recaps for the day. So I, y'all, if you watched the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know some crazy, I'm not going to say the word, crazy stuff went down, y'all, okay? Like, I heard that this they were going to try and make this series dark and that's usually not a big thing for Marvel. They're more like the funny, you know, comical ones. And then DC comics, which is like your Supermans and your Batmans. The, that's usually the ones that go dark, you know, with like their sh- movies and shows. So I was like, ooh, when I heard the rumors, I was like, oh my gosh, okay. That's going to be something new. I'm interested to see how they do it. And so, yeah, they, they went dark and they went dark a lot quicker than I thought they were going to. So I'll get to that because it was mainly at the end of the episode but so the first part starts out because the people from Wakanda were there since Bucky you know released Zemo and Zemo's the one that ended up killing their leader and so yeah so they got beef with Zemo and they know he's out of jail and so they're there and if y'all don't remember, Bucky actually spent a lot of time in Wakanda after like he kind of got back to normal and he was trying to like break down some of his, you know, programming per se, you know, because he was like programmed to be the Winter Soldier, all that. So he was there for a long time. He's very close with those people. And so when they find out about Zemo and they come to get him, they're like, 
what you doing, man? Like, I thought we were good. Like, why are you letting this crazy guy out that like, one, he controlled you, but he also killed our leader. Like, what's going on? And so Buffy's like, you know, we need him. We have to use him to find out about this serum. And so he bought them some time because they were about to go up in there and get him, like get Zemo, because they could. I mean, these are some badass women, okay? So they, I mean, there's even a fighting scene in this episode with them and like, they just beat everybody up. So yeah, they're pretty cool. But um, yeah, so he buys them some time because they have to figure out about this serum a lot more and what they're doing with it. Because Carly, she's the leader of this rebel group that they've been, you know, looking for. And in this episode, you kind of learn a little more about her and her personal life. And you learn about, I think she was an orphan. And so the mother of the the orphanage actually died. And so she's kind of processing through that. She's kind of like a Robin Hood figure, honestly, in the work that she's doing, because she really wants to help a lot of the people that have gotten displaced after the whole blip happened, and then they came back. And so that's mainly her motivation. But Zemo mentions that once people take the serum, they just get power hungry. That's just how it is. Like Steve Rogers, who was Captain America, he's the only one that really wasn't affected in that way. And so he's like, I don't trust her still, all that stuff. And so they kind of get to the point in the episode where they're trying to find out about when this, you know, the mother of the orphanage's funeral is going to be and where it's going to be because they know that she'll be there. And so they figure out, and Zemo's the one that actually figured it out because he offers the kids Turkish delights. He's so funny, y'all. Zemo's like one of my favorite characters in this series. He's hilarious. And so, yeah, he kind of bribes them and figures out the information and so they end up going to the funeral but lo and behold John Walker you know the new Captain America he's got to show up everywhere because he feels like he's got to be the one to do everything and so he shows up and the Falcon you know he's like no let me talk to her I've dealt with like people going through traumatic things before like let me talk to her and so John Walker's like okay whatever And so they go in there and him and Carly are talking and they're actually getting somewhere. But then John Walker, who's been acting off, he's been acting a little crazy y'all throughout the whole episode, kind of a little before this. So he's like, it's been too long. And then he goes in there, blasts in there. She doesn't trust them anymore. She thought the Falcon was alone. And so then it breaks out in this whole like big fight or whatever. And then so she oh also she ends up calling falcon's sister and threatening her i don't know some stuff happens but then they all get back together again and there's this there's this big fighting scene and what happens in it i'll just you know give the short summary but john walker's best friend ends up getting killed by carly and so john walker oh this is another thing i'm sorry i'm bad at recapping stuff John Walker ended up in the whole fighting thing before this getting the serum and since he's been kind of like pressured to feel like Captain America he feels like he's not strong enough good enough he takes the serum because he feels like he's not good enough without it 
And so he has the serum power. So when Carly kills his best friend, that's just when it breaks for him. He's lost his damn marbles now. He ends up running after Carly and her guy friend, her partner. And he catches up with the guy friend. And at the end of the episode, the guy friend trips over and John Walker's over him. And he uses the shield and bashes his face in multiple, multiple times. And yeah, it got really dark. And then at the end of the whole thing, you see the shield and it's like half of it's covered in blood. And everyone saw it. It's all on people's phones and it's out there for everyone to see. So yeah, they went dark and that's my recap. I'm honestly, I'm kind of here for dark marble. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the rest of the series, but yeah, it's definitely a big shifting point. So yeah. So what recaps do y'all have for today? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So this week I will be giving you guys back to our TV show recommendations um, that you can binge watch. So this week's uh, recommendation is actually on Apple TV plus. So if you don't have it, I think it's like $4.99 a month, so sort of on the inexpensive side. Um, I still have a free trial from when I got my iPhone last year. They like extended my free trial, so that's pretty cool. But anyway, the show is called The Morning Show, and you guys may have heard of it. I think it came out at the end of 2019, but if you haven't watched it, I'm going to give you guys a little description, and then I'll discuss it. So the morning show sort of follows like a think of like the Today Show, Good Morning America, that kind of morning news show. And so here's like the summary. Um, Alex Levy, played by Jennifer Aniston, anchors the morning show, a popular breakfast news program broadcast from Manhattan on the UBA network, which has excellent viewership ratings and is perceived to have changed the face of American television. After her on air partner of 15 years, Mitch Kessler, played by Steve Carell, is fired amidst a sexual misconduct scandal. Alex fights to retain her job as top news anchor while sparking a rivalry with Bradley Jackson, who's played by Reese Witherspoon. And she's a haphazard field reporter who sort of has like a, sort of can get like a temper sometimes, whose series of impulsive decisions brings her into a new world of television journalism. So the story sort of starts out with um, Steve Carell's character, Mitch, getting fired from the morning show. And so they're sort of having to break that news to the public. And they're sort of like two well-known figures on TV. Um, they're like America's like TV kind of show couple that they would watch. And everyone was sort of like really liked watching them together. So him being fired for his sexual misconduct allegations is like really shakes up the whole stage, like the whole network and the show. And then Alex is trying to keep her job because they're looking to replace her. And so throughout the show, she's trying to do what she can to stay on the show. And they're looking for a replacement for Mitch. Mitch is trying to share his side of the story. And it's really like a dramatic show. There's lots of like cliffhangers and it really looks into behind the scenes of what like a workplace kind of scandal would look like for the people that work there they actually rewrote the whole series like the whole season script um after the me too movement became popularized while they were like filming the first season 
So they had like a show idea and they rewrote it completely to include that. And um, yeah, it's just really like crazy some of the things that happen on the show. And I like watching Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer together, the way they, their dynamic on the show is like, I don't know, sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're not. It's really like a crazy kind of dynamic they have, but it's a really good show. They're actually filming season two right now. And it was supposed to be out already, but they had their filming got pushed back. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. I actually I didn't think I was gonna be like it that much, but then once I started watching it, I was like, I would watch like three episodes at a time and it got really good. So yeah, definitely check out the morning show on Apple TV Plus. It's pretty, pretty good show, good drama. And Alea, do you have something to share with us this week? Um, yes, I actually just finished Ginny and Georgia. Um, it was number one on the Netflix suggestions for a couple of weeks, I think. And um, it was really good. It was short, just one season right now. I don't know if it got renewed for a second season or not. But I actually went to high school with Ginny, the main character, um, Davidson Fine Arts in Augusta, Georgia. And like, it's really like crazy seeing her as like the main wow. character in the Netflix show. It was actually a performing arts school that we went to and she was like really into acting back then too. And like, it's just so surreal seeing her life on Netflix. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, that is so cool. Like two years older than me, but yeah, that's crazy. But the show was really good. It's just, um, she plays a 15 year old, which is so crazy because she looks so young anyway. And she's like 20 something, but she plays a 15 year old and she's trying to find herself um, in a new town. Her and her mom, they, and her brother, they move around a lot in the show and um her mom just gets like new boyfriends every week and like she jenny she's trying to find herself find friends like because she moves a lot she doesn't really have like friends usually but the this particular town that they move to she finds a group of friends and um she starts to fit in with them and she gets a boyfriend but somewhere down the line she starts crushing on her friend's brother and she has to choose between the two. And she always argues argues with her mom about different things like that she doesn't really understand. Like her mom does so much for her. And it's like, since she's a teenager, she just doesn't understand um, how much she does for her behind the scenes. But it's just like really her being a stubborn teenager and like normal teenage drama, like friendships, boyfriends, fights, things of that nature. But it's really good and um, at the end she's supposed to choose between the two guys but of course they don't tell you who she chooses so hopefully if it gets renewed for a second season we'll find out more about her life and everything but it was really good. Yeah I haven't watched that one but it sounds good I'll have to check it out um, but I just want to let you guys know that if you want to check out more of our She's Speaking platform you can find us on both Instagram and Pinterest at She's Speaking blog that's our handle and we also have a website with a weekly blog, so you can read our weekly blog post there, see all of our different content, and that's shespeakingblog.weebly.com. And all those links will be in the episode description of this podcast. So yeah, and thanks to Alea for being a guest on our podcast this week. We are so happy to have you on and to talk about health and fitness with you. <laughs> it was, I had a great time. Yes, I'm so happy you were on. We got one more guest speaker, guest co-host that we need to get so mm -hmm. yes we were so happy to have you on today um but yeah make sure y'all subscribe to us and we drop new episodes every tuesday so be on the lookout next week 
Yep. Well, thanks for listening. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.